0: Hey guys, this is Tony, co-founder of Nerd Initiative, just reaching out to you before we start this episode and explain why you will not see an episode 10 in the listings for the podcast. And that's basically because the audio quality was horrendous and there was a terrible echo and we don't want to put you through that in the podcast form, so we decided to skip it. If you still want to watch that episode, we are going to try to make it available on our YouTube channel, but again, the quality is terrible, you've been warned. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get to episode 11. And if you like this show, please check out the Comic Press Podcast, which is also available on podcasts as well. Thanks.
1: Popcorn rice started discussion. Want to know some more fun facts?
2: Isn't it awesome to see some of your favorite content creators and favorite people honestly, if you follow here on this app Be a part
1: of this amazing community called The Nerd Initiative. Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. Brought to you by the Nerd Initiative Network. Here's your hosts, Tony and Michael.
0: All right. Well, welcome. Uh, it is episode 11. Uh, I'm calling this episode The Clean Slate uh, for for uh, all intents and purposes because this of the announcement this week. Um, I am Tony. And Michael, how are you doing this week?
3: Good, good. Uh, clean Slate or Order 66. Oh, you
0: had to go there. No, regardless. Um no, so a couple of things if you've not noticed uh, everything looks a little bit different. Hopefully it's going to be crisper and cleaner and I won't be mistaken for having my 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 uh, my mute button turned on for any purpose and reason. Um we are actually running this specifically off of and I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to this. Um we are running under Restream and Restream is great. kind of how we are seeing this out. it is I mean, great we, because
3: we got comments here. I mean the whole platform is a delightful experience. So
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And it's great. What's really cool is like we've been doing everything through OBS. And of course it was nice to have things customized and having like the nerd initiative swipe and whatnot. But um, just because of like audio consistency, because if if any of you guys don't know when it comes to like streaming and doing all of this, you know, you have to have a place where everybody can come in on their videos. And um, you know, unfortunately we were, you know, we were using one. I don't want to give any bad reputation, but You know, we were using a company that um, was free, but it was dependent on the bandwidth of each user. And then like last week, we had a really bad, you know, a bad time when it came to the audio, um, which is if you notice like last episode, I was extremely quiet was because of that. Um, The OCD was kicking in hard. But regardless, uh, this is really nice. It it worked really well. The the placeholder was really cool. cool. We're also live on Tech Talk now too. What's up, uh, Cinema Ticking Baller? One of my yeah. one of my faves. What's going on, my man? Yep. Yeah. So we will we will be definitely doing a lot of stuff, and so uh, definitely I'm glad to to be doing this. And again, uh, it's nice to have a good week. You know, I look forward to these these shows, not just because me and Michael get to talk way too much, um, but because it's just fun. And it's also it, you guys don't know behind the sc- the scenes is we have so many people that are really making this possible you know me and michael do this and we'll bring people on but it's it's people like those you know puja and and mickey and sean and everybody who you know builds the segments and provides the editing and does all those things just really to make it streamlined so um i I realize we're like we're like um if we did seasons this would be like the season the episode before the last season because like we could do the penultimate. Ultimate? Yeah. Penultimate. Yeah. Cause like next season, next episode would basically be the 12th episode and would kind of wrap us up. And if we then make the, after next episode, the season two, that would bring us to the 12th episode being on the anniversary of us starting the show. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like sentimental. I might end up doing that. So you guys might start seeing where it says S two E one after next week or the next show, but yeah, regardless, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about like specific things. And then, um, I'm just going to let that out there. You all want to be attentive. To because- recast-
3: I'll, I'll get recasted by some random person. <laughs> and we'll, just, we'll just pull like a Don Cheadle and like, ignore the whole situation and, like, whole situation
0: and just be like, it's yeah. fine. I'm but
3: here. as I'm here, I- let's get over it and move on. It's fine.
0: Right. But as we know, this works and we're going to continue doing this. Um, that being said, moving forward, and I'm just going to let this out there, um, we're going to start working on putting Easter eggs into the shows, little hints Ooh. towards something, because when we get to the 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 first September episode, there will be a contest that will lead up that will lead everything will lead up to that. Um, just so that you guys need to be paying attention, you know, and while we're talking and waxing eloquent, you can be looking behind us or, you know, see things that are up on the stream Mm. and uh, perhaps it, it means something. So, um, but with that said, also just to kind of get some, some things out of the way, I want to let you guys know if you, uh, if you like this show, you're going to want to also check out uh, the comic press podcast. Um, There are new episodes every Friday um, opposite of this show. So next week will be the new episode. They'll be on episode three. And if you like this show and you like the comic press podcast, but let's say you can't always watch with us and you would love to go and, you know, listen to us talk. I don't know who would ever want to do that Um, while you're driving. You know, if you still commute to a job and you're not, you know, Working from home, or if, you know, if you're if you're you know you're
3: taking the long commute from your uh, bedroom to your office or to the kitchen or whatever,
0: or we can get motivation in the in the gym where you know you've got to run a mile and you can't stop listening to us until you run that mile. That's more incentive. Um, you can always catch us and the Comic Press Podcast um, in podcast form anywhere you get your podcasts from. So you know iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Audible. Um, we're on there and uh, we'd love to have you guys hang out with us and then finally one last thing I want to remind you all of is we are now into February we are just over it's just under two months now um, from C2e2 and we will be taking over C2e2 um, it's March the 31st April 2nd and we have a lot of fun stuff planned there is the largest, other than the convention being the largest, you know, conglomeration of nerds, it's the largest conglomeration of nerd initiative nerds in mm-hmm. one. So we're super excited about that. And if you catch us there, there are chances to get free things. Um, you might, uh, you know, be asked to do an interview and and share your nerd origin story. And in doing so, you might get some cool swag. So um, those are all things that we'd love to have you be a part of. Um, so let's go ahead and we're going to jump into some nerd news and go ahead and get those things off. Cause I really want to talk about the big announcement that happened this week. Um, uh, because I think that's really where I want to kind of focus the, the most of the show. And I think it just happened, you know, James Gunn did it for us so that we could do it on the show. And, um, you know, it, he did it, it just
3: for us. So we, yes, so we paid him to life. do
0: so. So it makes sense why he was holding off on making this announcement until this week. Cause we had to have him do it, you know. So we can have it for the show. Uh, but regardless, let's go ahead and talk about some nerd news. Um, we're going to jump in and give you just a second here because I don't want anything to over impede it. Um, so let's go ahead and just hit on a couple things. So first of all, um, if you did not know, Wakanda Forever is streaming now on Disney Plus. Um, and I've already watched it twice uh, since it, it hit. Um, it dropped on February 1st. And I, I perfect timing for so how many
3: times total is that for you now Four.
0: Uh, No, it's three. I only went to, I only (laughs) saw it once when it, when it came out in theater. So, Um, but I will tell you watching it the the second time when I watched it, I watched it on, on stream lounge. Um, It, it hit more, I think, because I was able to really kind of sit down, you know, when you're in a theater, you have that spectacle of
3: of how big it is
0: and you're, you're conscious of people around you and you're really excited Um, this time I really got to sit down and really kind of observe things. And a lot of stuff kind of just, yeah. What what did you know?
3: What did you notice on this watch? That's pretty interesting.
0: I, I noticed a little bit more of the nuance when it came to Riri Williams and how they were talking with her. I think some of the stuff that, that they were talking about kind of really kind of bounced off. Like, um, Shuri saw her a lot of herself in, in Riri. And I think that was like the whole purpose. And, and even with Shuri, um, when she she runs into she gets the heart-shaped herb she goes the ancestral plane um and the person who she meets again i it's it's still relatively new i don't want to ruin it for someone that may have like like tomorrow i'm not going to say like spoiler (laughs) alerts but like still like who she saw um like it made perfect sense because boss rejected her at that point Mm -hmm. she had the abilities but she was rejected because she was not she was not coming at, at a, as a point of nobility as, a, you know, uh, of her being right. I think it was very important that when you saw her almost take out the more that she then sees Ramonda and Ramonda says, show him who you are. And that hit a whole lot more. Um, And and yeah, yeah, it was it was emotional. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I remember don't think, think
3: her subconscious. I, I, I saw it twice in the theater. I will say the second watch. I caught on more that I think her subconscious really wanted to see who she saw um, for the fact that like she wanted an excuse to go and take out this person who, who, you know, and essentially killed her mother. And so, Mm. but then she realized like what her mother would have wanted. And, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's really nice. Uh, coming full circle with that whole moment. So there are things that I noticed. You always notice stuff on the second watch mm-hmm. that you don't notice in the first watch.
0: Well, what was also really cool was uh, like, this is what I love about Twitter because once these things become readily available, available where you can do screenshots, um, there was someone who posted, I think I actually have it, um, who posted a picture and what it was, was a, was, a, was a shot for shot from the first Black Panther to Wakanda forever and let me see if i can find it real quick because i think i saved it specifically if i remember yes okay let me see if i can let me
3: well while you're looking the one thing i, I noticed that was big off. Thing, the one thing the big thing i noticed on second watch was um the line that they took from civil war um vengeance has consumed you and then that's what uh sherry says later on when she spares mm-hmm. namor's life like vengeance has consumed us and so like that's a really great homage, not only to Chadwick, but a call back to the first time we saw, you know, OK, Panther,
0: so blow this. Well. This is a this is a shot for shot match at the beginning of Black Panther and the beginning of Wakanda forever. And just just look at this. Oh, wow. Like that, like and again, this is Ramonda coming back from um, this is from coming from the UN. She's coming back to Wakanda this is this is T'Challa as he's coming back from you know and then they're they're just having the report going on in the background Mm -hmm. of of King T'Chaka's death and everything and I was like just the the hands the the the, how they did the torso shot and then just seeing the faces and seeing both of them where there's that immense loss it was amazing
3: that's incredible that's incredible
0: but that's what I love about these these movies and this is where I think like you know, some people complain about like Marvel movies and stuff, but it's like, oh, it's it's popcorn films and all this stuff. But there if you take the chance and you give it an opportunity, there are so many deep nuances to these films that just like when you notice them, they give you chills. And it's Oh, I
3: think I mean I, I disagree on the um what people say. I mean, I, I, look, there's some films that that clearly you know, don't hit or whatever and they are science fiction right like mm-hmm. but i do think when they do hit and the things the themes and when the directors do it right and they and obviously kugler is one of the best i think john watts is another one um when they do hit and the russo brothers too sorry but when they do hit my, my lord they are incredible um and they to say it's it's a popcorn film like no the like you said exactly what you said but times 10 like Uh, No Way Home is the best example for me. I think I think this one is another one. But No Way Home, the third time, it took me three times to see it. One, it took me the third time to appreciate Aunt May's death, and then the uh, the other thing it took me to the third watch was to realize all the symbolism behind fighting on top of Cap's shield, and like Mm
1: -hmm. the
3: you know the oh you know the the Statue of Liberty is a place of you know redemption and second chances, and I know he says it in there, but it didn't really hit home to me. It's just, there's so many things that you notice and that's not, I can't imagine doing that. I can't, you have to really be good at that. And it's a skill and a craft. And, and I think I I do love, I think the the bright spot of the internet and what people do and, and what someone did there where you just pulled it up with like the shot for shot. Yep. That is the the beauty of the internet where people are learning and you're finding things out. And we've talked about it, the one, and then we're going to talk about James Gunn in a second, but we've talked about it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the, between us we've talked about it with the guardians of the galaxy volume one where i still think that that huge easter egg in there is the fact that nowhere is ego's former head or hell or whatever it is and so like and that's been one where people have been searching for years i mean that's a that's a that's a skillful that is not like a slapstick throw it together you know whatever thing like it the stuff that they do the things that they bury in there and how well and how well they pay off later on that is that's art, man. I mean, that is a is a beautiful thing that they do. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with what you're saying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So on another note, um, if you everyone's not aware, Universal Studios is currently in their um, their trial run on um, this Universal Studios Hollywood, their trial run for the Mario Land amusement park at Universal Studios. Um, and there has been a lot of great things. I, they, they have a, a magic band style system there where you can kind of like unlock little little Easter eggs um, throughout the park, which is kind of interesting. It's not a very big thing, but it definitely looks like one of the uh, the Mario obstacle courses. It's got the sounds. It's got the characters. And I think they do a lot of things right. Um, but there is a little bit of controversy when it comes to. The Mario Kart ride, because there's a waistline limit and this is speaking. to me. I feel attacked.
3: (laughs) Well, you sent me this and this is crazy. So fill them in on what the limit is, because it's nuts to me. Um, So
0: so this ride and and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to word it kind of out of how they said it. They said out of safety, um, they have the right to turn away any any park goer or any attendant that wants to ride the ride. Who has a waistline of 40 inches or greater. Now. That's not that big. That's not. not, (laughs) It's not. not. Um, Like I know that there's a lot of people that I mutuals with. I know one of them is like uh, fat tested where he has always gone and he'll go try to get in the seats. There is no question. He's never going to get on this because he's not 40 inches. Um, I think I was 40 inches last, like right in like high school or right before, right yeah. in college. Um, I have always been a a, a a man of girth, and so like I I'm like sheesh. Um, now now again, I'm I'm a little bit facetious when I say that it's based off of um, out of a, out of a concern for safety because you think of a Mario Kart ride being like an intense thing, like fast paced. It would be like the the um, test track at epcot or you would think of like a a a a, a go-kart ride right yeah the max speed on this ride is four miles per hour
3: (laughs) that is churning and burning right there that is churning and burning um if you ain't first you're last that's all i gotta say to that i'm sorry
0: Four miles an hour like what are what are they doing? And they're I, not even doing my, like literally it's, it's I, not a race ride. It is more of an experiential ride. Um, if you've, if you can go on YouTube, you can actually see this ride, or you can just like scroll to TikTok and look up um, some people that have been able to test I it mean, out.
3: Clearly this must be having huge backlashes because again, I'm a 36 on a good day um, as I get older. And I, I think I'm pretty in the average department or if not a little bit less so i cannot imagine how many people this excludes and so i'm just baffled as like a business owner like is it just is it meant just to be for kids then but like also like don't you want to have a parent with the kid if it's like a little kid like so i'm i am very very confused about all of this 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 confuses me greatly um
0: yeah yeah and, and i the only now the, the only thing i can say is Um, this ride does does utilize augmented reality so you you wear these mario visors that have these screens Mm. in front of your face um so there is a so so there is a level of loss of reality when you're in the ride and so maybe they put the harnesses in for the fact that a person thought that these things are going they could jump out of the seat or out of fear because something comes at them Um, oh yeah of course but but like to, to intentionally make these seats this small. I know they're trying to save space because this is not a big land in Universal Studios, uh, but it just, it kind of caught me by surprise. I it was something I just felt like I needed to share with everybody. So
3: no, I think it, it's a, it's a hotbed topic. I look, it feels like they're trying to do what um, in Disneyland, they have the toy story ride, you know, where, you said it's kind of augmented reality like you put the things on i don't know if you put things on or you just do it i'm trying to remember it's a it's a blast a ride at disney like you you try to i'm trying to think we're trying what are you trying to shoot in there you're trying there's something where it's like a video game aspect as you're going through Hmm. excuse me um and similar to that it's going like very slow like four miles an hour or such and then also at, at at um in disneyland where avengers campus is they have the um the Spider-Man ride where you you just have to go like this oh, yeah. yep, and you're webbing the little spider bots that are taking control. And like, so like, again, the same thing. And you're going again, like you're going like this, this is like your speed. <laughs> like as you're going through and you're trying to like, yeah, but I, I, I guess I, again, again, my just question is like, it's going to limit so many of your, so many of your park goers. So they're going to have to make a change. You can't do that. Especially
0: most of the guy, most of the people I'm talking like from my own experience, most people who like have wanted to have a Mario based mm -hmm. world are guys who stayed inside and played video games a lot and are of a girthier size. Like, I'll be honest, I'm a 52 inch waist. So like either lose 12 inches and, and even then I could still be turned away because 40 inches is the limit. So, Samosas so, so and Popcorn
3: had a really good good point too. He's like, she wonders if they're just literally lifting and putting in what they did in Japan. And obviously, Japan is a totally different culture and, and climate. With you know, um, people, I think are, I think it's okay to say this, are much smaller there. Um, in Europe, in general, I, I think you know sizes are different and whatnot, in different countries. So I, they might have to like restart this whole thing because again, there I can't think this, this is going to go over well with a lot of people.
0: Or maybe down the road they 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 start this off like this, and then after they g- again get this full run, they then bring into the production a couple of carts that are of a larger size. I mean, they could always. I mean, these are not. It's not like a. It doesn't. It looks like it's a, magnet, a magnetic magnetic uh, run ride. So there's not necessarily a real track that they're on. So they could easily put in mm-hmm. and replace cards over time. Maybe this maybe that's what they're doing. They're trying to get this out as fast as possible. Nah, 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 nah. They're, they're They're they They basically just, you know, moved over the Japan ride and with all the same dynamics and then they're going to make it bigger. Cause unfortunately mm. there is a problem with obesity in the United States. And I know I'm pretty, su- you know, I, I, I identify as big, but it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's kind of surprising. And, uh, I think Kuja brings up a great point. You know, they're probably, you know, they'll probably do something later down the road. Um, but it, it, it is getting a little bit of backlash now. But again, would that prevent me if I were to go? Yeah, I just can't do one of the rides. I was terrified when I went to Epcot that I wasn't going to be able to do the Cosmic Rewind with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, I made myself it. Like, I was not yeah. going to not yeah. do that right yeah.
3: Um, yeah, it's a bummer for people that they can't go. So they're going to
0: have, something's going to have to change. So we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So another thing, um, speaking of amusement parks, and we just mentioned Disney a little bit, uh, Disney is now in the process of celebrating 100 years of wonder, and we're going to be seeing lots of amazing things. I've already seen like chrome dripped Mickey ears and they've got the balloon popcorn buckets that I'm. I don't like it, but then I really want it. I don't know how to quantify that. Um, then the the Funko's. The the code. there is a, there is a mug right now, Michael, that I would literally like, I would consider selling a kidney just to go back down to get it. It is the poison apple. <laughs> Mug and it's a chromed poison. Oh, it's so beautiful! You literally are their target
3: audience. They just know they're like. I didn't right, know I was a Disney the, adult. This is the guy who's gonna buy it a hundred percent. Much like, look, I think I I'm the target of many many uh, a campaign. Um, so much so that like when I saw the, they have the Funkos have like, um, they're they're almost like diamonds or crystals or something. I got one for. um for Erica, because she's mm-hmm. got like a Funko wall that she's she's building now, um, and uh, so I immediately I saw it. I was like, "Well, I gotta get that." Um, and so they they're just brilliant, and they
0: they know what they're doing. And we, we were we were we were gifted a trip to Disney. We would not have been able to have afforded to go when we did. And I remember trying to have money to be able to spend while we were there and to eat because like it's exp- like, of course, <laughs> thanks Bob Iger for bringing everything back after we went. But but regardless, like we were we were going into this thing, like we will never do this again. This is too much trauma. This is this is unreasonable. This is crazy. To the point of where we're at the parks, and I know even my mom and mom, I know you're watching, and I'm I'm gonna call you out on this. Like, we're talking about not spending a lot of money, and we bought two popcorn buckets because there was the the one that looked like the Toy Story characters, And there was the one that looked like the music box, then we had to not buy another one to give to a family member. And then, like, we, we bought, we all bought Mickey ears, and then we got to get the bubble machine for the boy, and there was this, and there was that, and, like, I was even trying, I was trying to be careful, like, because, like, then I go down there, and there's a, a, a I was thinking $400 leather Marvel jacket that I'm just, like, in love with, that, like, if anybody lives in Florida, and you go to, like, the clearance section, and you ever see one in clearance for a guy that's 3X, because, again, 52-inch waist, um, by all means, you hit me up, and we will make a deal. But, Mm-hmm. Regardless, um, we came out of that wanting st- stuff that we saw. Like, look, like okay, there's a thing called bobble bar. They're like like jewelry and like all these like things and like purse things. We just got one for my mom that she saw down there. She saw everybody wear, having them on their purses. You couldn't buy them down there, but it was a Mickey Mouse that was like looked like it was all in pearls. And we got that, and she's literally, I, I, like the only thing she didn't do was like go. It's my precious, like, like she just like was like rubbing (laughs) it and loving it, and like I realized if we said let's go to Disney, whereas she was like, no, I can't do this, too much money. I'm pretty sure she'd be like, okay, let's go, because it, we all became Disney adults down there, and it was all for my kid. But my question to you is
3: this, because I'm saying this, thinking and looking over at the fifty dollar. Thanos mug hold on time out time out i'm looking over here at this so my question to you my friend (sighs) is is what is there anything you regret buying (laughs) as as i hold this what what are your regrets from your trip to disney world and i'll 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 just drink this while i i hear i
0: literally don't regret buying anything that i bought I regret not buying stuff there.
3: Like I literally no, I, re- I regret this. This was it was difficult to get back into the this to luggage. It was very expensive. And it now sits on my desk and it is another thing that I just don't need. And Disney strikes again with Let the me Impulify. let me say
0: Let me say this. We brought one briefcase or one suitcase down with barely anything in it. Like we put stuff in it. But like it was just nothing because we knew we were gonna have stuff to take back. And so we just we, we we didn't have to ship anything. We even we even we we went so overboard we bought a palm tree in the airport to take back with us. And we kept Wait, it in what? one of our bags. They had those little mini palm trees in the airport, like in one of the gift shops. My mom, before we even got down there, was like, oh, it'd be really cool if we could get one. It is sitting in my bathroom. I have, I have a group pot. that so I say, like
3: How out. can you, how can you
0: dare say you don't regret anything? <laughs> I don't regret it. Cause it's not a palm tree, <laughs> but it's in a group pot. Now it doesn't matter. It's beautiful. And I love it. And I, I literally don't regret.
3: You don't regret anything. There's nothing you regret. I
0: didn't buy you a sure whole lot. That? I was careful about not buying too much, but I don't no. No, my kid Man. got hit. The lightsaber he wanted. He got the, the the BB-8 from um, the Astromech thing. Like he he there, really enjoyed I, I that. Just,
3: there are things like Marie Kondo that bring you so much joy when you look back. Like when I look at like something like this, and I just this is like the light of my life. Sorry, I um, saw that.
0: I saw that. I you know, you know most the some popcorn still
3: hates this, but there's things like that that are that I'm like that was a great purchase. And then there are things like this that i am just like this was a that was an impulse buy of the highest degree and
0: next it, time at your house you might lose that i'm just saying that's fine that's fine that is completely fine i'm looking was, around I, for more
3: examples
0: i i literally i i'll be honest with you i was i was going through our youtube channel the other day and i was looking and i saw that short I kept looking at that. I'm like, you know, he he's such a lucky dog because he got to go to the Avengers Campus. <laughs> I would so buy that. I think there was even like a there was like something else. It was like a time stone. Um, it was like it was like the Eye of Agamotto, like a sipping cup or whatever. Like it had a straw that you could drink out of, or there was a mule that you could drink from. Like uh, it, that's like fun. I would have yes every any day every day all of the time. Nah. Like like I would I would there there is nothing that would have stopped. Look at my room. Welcome to my life. Like this I mean, is, look, at my, look at, yes. I'm looking
3: around right now, and I, th- I think I've done a great job of curating. The closet is yes. also a mess. When you open the closet, there are comics and shoes and, and stuff like that in there.
0: There's All definitely. Let's not some... get on the shoes.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, <laughs>
0: we're, we're trying to
3: keep it tight these days. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's another conversation for another time. That's an episode for another time. Re- regret purchase, regret impulse purchases. That is a whole series that we can do and that will be a blast down the road. But see
0: that's the thing I'm the kind of guy who I will pick up something and I will I will walk around with it convinced I'm going to buy it and before I walk away like before I go to buy it I will have instant remorse and I will put it down and then I will like three or four hours later talk nonstop about about how I like like I'll be honest with you I wanted to buy the Groot that that magnetically sat on your shoulder I, they had those there, you get them. They're like, I think they were like 15, 16 bucks. I didn't care. I was going to get it. I walked around with that thing for 20 minutes and I put it down. I picked up the heart-shaped herb plant. The ugly, it was ugly looking. I was going to put it in my bathroom. (laughs) Like a palm tree? No, like it was a palm tree. It it was a little Wakanda. Yes, it was. And I, I picked it up and I'm like, I want to get this. I'm going to get this. It's going to go in my bath, my Marvel bathroom. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then I put it back and I sit down thinking I should have gotten both of those. The only thing I don't regret not getting and it's so weird. I'm saying I don't regret not getting the only thing I don't regret not getting are any of the relics like like the Tesseract, the 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 scepter and all that kind of stuff. Those things just didn't look good to me. Mm -hmm. Like I could rather I'd rather just 3D print something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, <clears throat> but we're getting highly off of topic. We're going to bring it um, back. We're, we're being tighter. Yeah, we're being like, tighter. Reel it back in real quick. Got the producer in our ear being like, get back on topic. That's fine. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Next so, topic. yeah. So, so we were talking about like Disney 100, which is even worse than Disney 50. Um, <laughs> It's like the 50 years of Disney World, which like made you want to buy anything and everything there. But the Disney 100 stuff is beautiful. But Disney is also working with Lego and there have been some leaked pieces uh, namely, a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I think there was a Sleeping Beauty one with a the dragon. Um, there was even some like of uh, the Brickheads that they that they released that they were yeah. they were playing on. And I think there's I, I, I remember I think it was a Pierpan Pan one as well. Um, but Disney finally did share something that was a sneak peek, mm. and uh, they did it with this image here, um, and it was for a minifig. And I will tell you, I have become. Obsessed with with uh with with Lego minifigs. Um, any chance I can get something that's like different or like unique? I try to. And I love getting sets where they have one that's not been out yet. Like if you've gotten the the, the Daily Bugle one, you get mm-hmm. like the first yeah. time that they ever did, like let's say Blade or Daredevil, and that's awesome. Um, Wait, Bla- Blade is in there? Yes, Blade is on the. Oh, date- I was it- not aware of that. That's yes. Interesting yes blade is in the daily bugles he's actually in the back facing off with the punisher um oh that's but,
3: awesome i was not aware of that Th- and thank you for telling me that now because whatever forget you it. can still move, get move it on. it's still available yeah
0: i know listen i i was i was recently at a lego store and i'll tell you right now i was sitting there drooling not only because of that 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 freaking amazing huge hulk buster figure that we were aware of of coming out and just how much is it? Is it $300 or it's, it like, more? it's like $349 or something? I believe it's expensive. Um, <laughs> it's the Daily Bugle set did go down in price, I think it's like $270 or something now. I can't oh, remember it's exactly. Like
3: free, basically free. This
0: yeah, it's not what it was yeah. when I got it. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, but I will say, like,
3: I to your point about the mini figs, uh, the one quick drop in that I will say about that is that our friend Kofi who works at Lego um and has never told us anything secretive so he has always been amazing about that Uh, as anyone watching um we don't get him in trouble but he always says to look out like he's a he's your classic collector he always says think about what is new and just introduced and what might not come back again and so because the the minifigs are are valuable um a lot of those rare, rare ones so like to hear Blade, that's got to be the first time that's been out. Or Punisher, uh, those are probably, probably like pretty valuable because I, I, you know, there's there's like they probably have like eighty five different Iron Man ones and like even Spider Man and stuff like that. So I know there's a Miles Morales one out there. It's worth a couple thousand. Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool to hear all these different ones that like the what's the the one from Doctor Strange the. Um, from Multiverse of Madness. What? What? what it's uh, the it's like the Daily Bugle, but for that. Um. Oh,
0: oh yeah, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, they have they have the two hundred fifty dollars, and it's the one that I like was drooling over yesterday.
3: And the one so, they have in there that could be valuable one day is the um Zombie Strange. You know, the one from the movie yep, where yep. like again, like you'll never see that again. Like when when are they gonna bring that back? You know, I mean, I never say never, but it's highly unlikely. So that's always yep. interesting.
0: Yep. Yep. And and I mean that's that's the cool thing about it because like you get different things and I, I even like like the Iron Man like the different Iron Man like the different styles of them like I just got the um the Sanctuary two uh from our, our friend and and what was really cool that is you got the you got the Captain Marvel and you got the Iron Man and the Iron Man like his that the head has when you turn around it's either Tony Stark and you can put his hair on him or you can turn it around and it's Tony Stark with all of the 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 augmented AI stuff. Uh, um, cool. printed on his face and you can lift his helmet up and his helmet goes up and you can see that's it cool. is it accurate to endgame? I don't care it doesn't matter. It looks cool and I love yeah. it um, but but I mean they do amazing things and it's, it's really cool because like yeah. just to kind of give you guys like since we're talking about this um, right now at the Lego store there is the, the, the Infinity Saga set and this actually makes five different figures it does Thor um, Korg, uh, Valkyrie and Meek and it also gives you a Chitauri soldier over here um and it was normally 15 bucks it's 11.99 right now that's cool um, and this because i know caption life would love this um target is selling these lego bags right now and it's dr strange yeah yes and there's only there's only like 4.99 if you buy this and my kid had to get one and i got one because i'm gonna build this but i didn't want to open it until well, after it
3: reminds me of, of these um like the little minifigs that come with uh that are pretty inexpensive they come with the little armor that you can oh put the in. mech suits yep and i just i just snapped off iron man's hulkbuster pant you You'd know. think he
0: was war machine
3: yeah essentially um so yeah i they come with like these. do you have them little... on
0: your? do you have them on your shelf doing the splits yeah so i have all my guys
3: i can't pan over well i guess i can pan over um all my guys are sitting on my funko so if you go over to my shelf there's a little Thanos up there and then you see like C3PO sitting on the Funkos there. And then there's oh, a little gotcha. thing. There's Stan. I have one with a little Stanley um, and some stuff like that. So, so Iron Man is sitting on top of the, on top of Thanos um, up there. Um, and so th- to make him fit, I had to like have him do the splits. So he's, he's doing a little, you know, he's doing a little break dancing over there. So it's fine. As yeah. I, I,
0: Trying to get them back up there. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you, Lego Lego is is extremely addictive. I'm glad I didn't do it as a kid because we couldn't afford it. Um, but now that my kid uh, likes them and I get to build his, I'm thankful for it. Um, but it's it's very cool. Um, so let's go ahead and keep moving. Um, we've got do to it. talk. Something that I'm super excited about, but then also extremely apprehensive for is, um, so Oda is working with Netflix and with Tomorrow Studios um, to bring um, anime manga fans the opportunity to see One Piece in live action. And this is going to take us with the Straw Hat Pirates, um, you know, on, it, it looks like they're going to be starting from the beginning. So we're probably going to see the team get together, um, you know, get the Going Merry, which is their ship in the background. Um, and I will be honest with you looking at this image, it looks very good. Like I, you kind of wonder sometimes with anime characters, if they're going to kind of look like, like, you know, like the, the, the characters in the anime or manga, like we, you know, are we going to get another last airbender? But, um, it looks very promising. Now you're not a big, you know, you're not into anime as much.
3: Well, that's why I was actually going to ask you for those that don't know. What te- what is One Piece? I, we all know it's anime. It's, it's a very popular anime. But you've explained it in the past to me. But for our 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 viewers that don't know, what is One Piece? And uh, like it's it's kind of a special anime, right? Like the the, the yes. name has special meaning. Uh, what is yes. it? What what
0: is what's the backstory behind this? So you basically it's it's a it's it's definitely a different world. This is not taken in our world. Um basically this is a world where like everything is done pretty much on the sea. Um, you have different types of, of, seas. You have the West blue, the South blue, you have the grand line. Um, you know, you have all of these different places. Um, the big, the big, um, uh, like authority is the, the Marines, um, which kind of scope the one, the one world government that's involved. And it's basically a time of heroes and pirates and there is this one great pirate who became king of the pirates, and he had this thing called the One Piece. It's a relic that um, when he when he died, he basically made this decree that whoever could find his infamous One Piece um, could then become king of the pirates. And so you have mm-hmm. this one character in the middle, Monkey D. Luffy. Um, who has grown up wanting to be king of the pirates. And he is a very different individual. He's always upbeat. In most cases, he seems very inept. Um, like he's just not paying attention. He doesn't pay attention. He's always focused on food. Um, you know, he just... But he But he has a very strong code of like loyalty. Um, you know, his view of pirates is not to pillage and destroy and to, to cause fear. It's this idea that pirates are the adventurers, the loyal ones, um, the ones who make a difference. And he basically goes through as this this outlaw um, trying to find this one piece. The Marines are hunting him down. They're putting, you know, million berry bounties on him. But everywhere he goes, he helps the people that he's with and they can't they can't support him because they'll be categorized as like harboring pirates but at the same time, everywhere he goes, they, they build a reputation. And so this 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 ragtag group become like a, a larger group and they do all these different things and they just become, you know, kind of like heroes. And it's all of the fun swashbuckling here and it's all outrageous stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you've got the mystical element where there are these there are these um, these I think they call them like the the demon barriers or whatever, where um, you get if you, if you eat one of the fruit, the devil fruits, they call them um, the devil fruits, give them different powers and the powers that they have, like, like for monkey D Luffy, he has the gum, gum fruit. Um, and so he's like a rubber man. He can do things that normal people can't. Um, but for any person who's taken a devil fruit, they are basically cursed by the sea. They can't swim and they can't use their powers when they're in the water. And so for a pirate to have, special abilities, but cannot go anywhere near the water. It makes a really weird situation, mm. but it's a lot of fun. And, it, it, it's, and it's all
3: like, it's all like one story, right? Like, I mean, that's also right. something that's unique to one piece too, right? Like you were saying, like, it, it really is like, an, it's almost like a double meeting, right? The one piece, like, is it's basically just one storyline for it's how many. Well, the one piece now, like- is
0: like this relic. And so he's like, he's like searching for it. And so I, if I remember correctly, there's, there's, there's well over, there's well over like 150 books. There's over a thousand episodes. Now, mind you, a lot of, there are a lot of like filler episodes and a lot of the stories are based on arcs. Um, so there's like the Alabasta arc where, or there's, you know um, there's one that I'm in right now where they um, they were just going through the rainbow mist. I think that one was a filler. Um, but again, it's if this live action becomes successful, there's no limit to how many episodes, how many seasons they can do of this because it's literally them from him. Like he needs a ship. Like he has no ship. He gets a ship. He builds the crew. And as he's building the crew, he has to take on other pirates. And basically he's becoming known as just like the one that has the ability to possibly become the king of the fire. It's, it's very interesting. I liked this story. Some people think that there's less content. Like I'm a Naruto fan, but I also know that some people who, who, like naruto hate one piece and hmm, interesting it's, it's very interesting but i love the show and i just love the attitude of the character.
3: i mean the, describing it i kind of want to check it out now like i i have not experienced it yeah. I, I know it's very it's i know i know it's popular i'm sure it's really good and I, we have a you know you seen and 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 puja and mickey and blake a lot of like really great anime fans mm-hmm. and I think I'm scared more than anything else because I know if I get like hooked on it, it's going to be another, <laughs> another obsession. And that's probably one of my hesitations because there's so much good content out there from the genre.
0: Well, uh, Mickey just put in here. He just, you know, he said, you know, anime isn't meant to translate into live action. And I agree in a lot of cases. Um, but I will say this. Um, also, wait a
3: second. That is a super cool function. Useful. I mean, I don't
0: want to sound like an old person, like, Oh, on the YouTube,
3: but that is super cool. Like that. You can you know? pull in a, a comment from YouTube. That's awesome. So that's all. I'm, I'm glad
0: say. I could impress you.
3: Cause I, am looking over at the chat function for those that are like watching on TikTok or wherever there's the chat function of everything where it's popping in, but to have it come up on, on the show is, it's pretty cool. And I know that's, I sound ridiculously old and stupid just by saying that because there's so much more you can do, but that was that was pretty dope. That's all. I'm, I,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. But no. But I, I completely agree. Um, anime really doesn't translate well in most cases to live action, um, if you really think about it. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution, um, The Last Airbender, uh, Cowboy Bebop. I mean, in Cowboy Bebop yeah. was a was a was was done by I, Netflix I it. and Tomorrow Studios. So it and they canceled it. What was it within two weeks of it premiering? I didn't um, think it was that bad. Am I am I alone in that one? Um, it, I, I think it just didn't garner the the uh, yeah. the the interest. Now the only thing I will say, say about me, this, Mickey,
3: you are a star by the way. That's all. Sorry. Okay.
0: <laughs> to garner to garner, uh, I will say this to give some some faith. To this Oda is working. Oda the, the 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 writer and illustrator for the One Piece manga. Um, who works, you know, closely with the, uh, the, the, the animation aspect, um, is working with Netflix and tomorrow studios to really try to keep it close to, you know, to as faithful to the manga as possible. So there is that possibility. And I want to give a shout out to you seeing that guy, um, cause he's the one that made me aware of that. Cause I did an article for the show for the, or for the, um, for the website about that. Um so so hopefully with Oda having a hand in it it should it should go well. Um but again you never know. But and again we have the, we have the cast, right? Like we have Yes. A... All right, so let's let's go through this cuz okay, it's yeah. actually really accurate. So looking at them, this is J- Jacob Romero is going to be Usopp. Um this like, I, I, my first thought was when they did live action is how are they gonna? The only thing they needed to really do to him is maybe give him a longer nose prosthetically because Usopp has like this long, like goofy nose, and that's just kind of you know one mm. of the things. Dude looks like Usopp, and okay. it, I haven't heard him like in his reactions and stuff, but he's very, um, you know, he's very animate on his, on his, uh, Instagram. I, I'm hoping that this is gonna translate really well. Um, you have, um, Emily Rudd as Nami. No, she this definitely is what I knew like
3: when you share this with me, she, uh, so I, we just watched season two of hunters, um, on prime video, which, uh, totally different. And I won't go on a tangent about it. It's, it's about like fighting Nazis 30 years after world war two and this whole thing, but she was fantastic in that. So I knew who this was when I saw her pop up. Um, I think she's one of the only people I knew, um, to pop up, which is cool. So,
0: yeah, um so and she definitely looks like the character so it'll be interesting to see um then we've got taz skyler as sanji and if you go on his instagram right now there is so many videos of him cook of, of, of him kicking um sanji is the cook and he literally because he uses his hands to cook he like he's he's overzealous about his of his cooking ability um he usually fights with his hands in his pockets and he uses his feet only Okay. And so the kicking has been phenomenal. Like the, 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 the workout regime and the practices, like I could see him doing it. And I believe I also heard from Straw Hat uh, when he was talking about this, that he actually learned to cook so that he could better relate to his character. Um, so they're definitely method. doing... method. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, but mind you, uh, most of his pictures that I've seen on Instagram, he has very short hair um so i'm guessing they're gonna put him in a, a blonde wig because sanji does have like kind of like this it's almost like a karen hairdo i think in a sense but it's like a bobbed like um hair for him so and, and again if you go back and look if we pop back here real quick that's him right there so he's gonna have i think he's uh, gonna have okay. yeah so i think so um then you've got um mac and you i believe and i apologize if i don't say that right Um, As Rorano Zoro, this is a character who in the manga, and I believe in the um, anime, I I think it's consistent. He's kind of a hunter of pirates. Um, He's like a bounty hunter. And he was captured by the Marines and Monkey D. Luffy saves him and brings him onto the team. And he kind of gets won over by by Luffy because he's not a pirate for all the wrong reasons. He's a pirate for all the right reasons. Mm. And Zoro... Zoro sees that working with Luffy is actually kind of like his thing. So he's more of a, a serious character in, in some cases, but then he's also kind of like nonchalant. Like he's he sleeps a lot and he just acts like he doesn't care. Um, and he, the only the only thing different with him is like his hair, here appears longer, um, but he's normally has like short, like white hair. So they'll probably just, you know, do altering, but I could definitely see him being it. It'll be interesting to hear his voice though. Um, and then of course we've got, uh, Inaki Godoy, who or Godoy, who is playing Monkey D. Luffy, and of course you can see he's wearing the shirt. These guys have been. If if you didn't know this, this was happening, their their um their Instagrams were not hiding anything. Like they were constantly taking pictures together or wearing their character shirts. You know, they're they're they definitely excited about what was coming. So
3: now he looks a little familiar. How do we? I was going to try to look
0: it up. Do we know him from? I don't. Okay. I don't personally know him from anything. Um, so, I mean, I mean you can definitely look him away up. And go look yeah.
3: up and see if I can see his uh, IMDB profile and see if they're like, he does look very familiar. And I could be wrong. Um, most of them seem at least not as mainstream uh except for maybe yeah he's not even popping up so yeah so uh he seems to be kind of like a newcomer which is kind of cool yep
0: yep so i'm excited i mean ultimately i think they're gonna do well with it um it's you know it's i'm gonna watch it so they at least have my vote for it because i just getting into the uh, the anime has been something that Um, has something that I've enjoyed. I've started watching it on Stream Lounge. Um, I'm ahead of what I'm doing on Stream Lounge. Um, And so I'm learning what's filler and what's not because I'm not going to repeat that and watch it again Mm -hmm. um, if it's not part of the actual story. There's one thing that really bothered me. Um, There's a dragon arc where they're trying to return the dragon to its island. It's not even a part of the manga. It doesn't exist in the manga. They just threw it in there to fill because they were needing time to make other stuff. And um, there's a whole part of it where... Zoro, who is known for his sword play, he usually carries three swords. Um, in that in that episode, he he slices steel chains. Uh, there's this whole thing of like no one can cut steel, and he's like I can, and he cuts the steel, breaks the chains on the boats, and they go on their way. Um, but then later on during the Alabasta arc, which is actually a part of the manga, um, he's there's like an entire two episodes of the show where he's trying to figure out how to cut steel. Like he didn't already do it in the previous arc. Like uh, it's it, so it's like, and I, and I did a video on it. And a, a bunch of people who are like familiar with the manga and the, anime would go
3: never fly in the MCU. That, no, would, that no. would be a major problem in the MCU. No,
0: until you say that's from the multiverse or what, but yeah, so that kind of stuff does happen. Um, which is hard. Why wouldn't, when you have an animation studio that is trying to make part of the lore. That doesn't really work. All the characters are throwaway. You know, all the stuff that happened was throwaway, but they did something that would affect later on. So yeah, 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 you have to deal with it. Um, yeah, so definitely cool, super excited. Um, now I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna let um Pooja talk about um some stuff going on with movies and stuff, and we'll be right back in just a moment.
2: Hey nerds, I'm Pooja and I'm here to bring you the latest in movie news, so let's go check out what this week has to offer. As of last week, Bollywood fans are going nuts over Yashraj films, Pathan, which marks the comeback of the legendary Shahrukh Khan as he stars in this chaotic spy film alongside Deepika Padukone and John Abraham. The film follows a spy who takes on the leader of a mercenary group as they target his homeland. One night Shyamalan returns with another horror thriller film, Knock at the Cabin. The film follows a family as they take a vacation in the woods when suddenly they are taken hostage by four strangers who claim to be taking drastic measures to prevent a potential apocalypse. This ultimately causes the family to deeply consider their choices. Shyamalan is known for his outlandish and unthinkable twists. So the question is, will you be watching? Do you love anime? Better yet, do you love Sword Art Online? If you answered yes, then get ready because Sword Art Online progressive Shirzo of Deep Night officially hit theaters today. This time Sword Art Online becomes a deadly game with guilds clashing and monsters hiding in the shadows. In the midst of it all, our heroes Kirito and Asuna must push through. And finally, it's time to indulge in the guilty pleasure that is Magic Mike's last dance. Channing Tatum returns as Mike Lane, who has found himself at the bad end of a business deal. It's not until he's pulled to go to London with a wealthy socialite played by Sama Hayek that he finds himself in charge of a new team of dancers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Come back in two weeks for more movie picks, but until then, let's get back to the show.
0: All right, and that's really cool. Uh, not, not unless it's the last one. I'm not have no interest in that last uh, movie. They're just not me. But um, definitely, yeah, that's
3: that's <laughs> another one. I, I agree. Same, same.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I do, um, I
3: do want to see um, Knock at the Cabin. It looks super interesting. I, I, I feel like M Knight always has like really cool uh, twists at the end.
0: Um, and just Dave Bautista, like I, I really have been interested. I know how you feel about him, but I, I, um. I will say the guy's got good range. He's a good actor. He's a yes. very
3: good actor. He's a very great. He's look, I, I, I don't want to start a beef with Dave Batista Let's not, yeah, we're do not going to go there. We're not going to go no, there. No, no.
0: You know, we love you, Dave Batista. He's great.
3: I love him. He's awesome. Don't, don't, don't come kill me. Don't knock on my cabin. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if you did not know, um, I don't have a slide for this one, but um, you know, in the Wasp*, *Quantumania* is we are on the eve of it. the, the premiere, um, the US premiere is next week, and we were gonna have uh, feet on the scene on the carpet there with uh Donovan, which we're super excited for him. Um, but then at the same time, they also released um uh, a pre order for the Scott Lang tell all book, Look Look Out for the Little Guy, um, which we've seen in the trailers. I believe it was kind of hinted at in Miss Marvel. Um and this is going to be a in canon book of Scott Lake, and of course Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd form, you know, um, did a whole thing about you know it'll change it, it might it might change your life. Um, by far one of the funniest thing commercials I've seen in a couple at least a couple of days. Um, but uh, definitely excited about that. Um, anything you want to think about? Or you want to say like based off of the previews that we've gotten so far? Um, yeah,
3: man. Yeah, I mean, I. I... I'm ready to see the movie I think uh, I think we're all gonna be very surprised I think there's things that we don't even uh, I have not looked at the leaks obviously do not look at the leaks or whatever and ignore that stuff for everyone out there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to see the movie and I I do think we're gonna be like kind of shook maybe not infinity war level shook but I do think there's a lot of things that can happen and I think we're gonna come out of there different MCU fans than we came in so absolutely it's going to be the start of a, a crazy journey and I'm excited to see Kang um, and it, speaking of which uh, Jonathan Majors has said like point blank he's like do not expect me to be like I was in, Lo- in Loki at all like it's a completely different we know it's a completely different character but apparently he's he's really going to play that up so I, this guy is going to be probably so much more ruthless and, and totally unique and uh, I'm, I'm just like, excited to see that journey of him playing like so many multiple personalities. It's gonna be fascinating. So
0: what I'm super excited about with especially when it comes to Kang is the fact that this is not even the iteration that we're gonna see in Kang Dynasty. Like we're every time we see an episode or like like a a scene where it's gonna be a Kang, like with whatever movie or whatever show it's gonna be, um we're gonna be like, how could he get any worse? And then we're gonna watch the next yeah. one. And that's super exciting. And that, that's why it was so important when we did the last show. We did that the breakdown of of king the conqueror and you know it's you know we we, you have all these people that are really excited about comic books and you know they know the character from the comics and how does that translate in what they're expecting and then if you don't know what you know what everyone's expecting from the comics or what the character's background is how can you be excited as well and one of the other characters that we want to do uh to kind of showcase that is modok um You may have just seen him as the big armored face character if you got to go go to Hall H at San Diego Comic Con, um, or when you saw that leak of the Funko Pop that everyone was thinking this can't be the last bit of it. But then, of course, we saw that big old goofy Shark Boy and Lava Girl face, um, and you wonder why does that character look the way it does? <laughs> why is that character something that people are excited about? It looks like a throwaway character. It's not. So let me go ahead and share with you uh something that we did here at nerd initiative uh, to give you a rundown of what who or who modoc is
1: modoc advanced idea mechanics or aim is a criminal organization a think tank comprised of brilliant scientific minds all dedicated to the goal of overthrowing the world's governments by technological and scientific means Their greatest achievement was the creation of the Cosmic Cube, an object of immense power and vast potential. In an attempt to understand and improve upon this breakthrough, a technician named George Tarleton, the son of AIM's founder, was chosen and genetically altered with the use of advanced mutagenics to become MODOK, mental organism designed only for computing. However, with his newfound abilities and intellect, MODOK killed his creators, seized control of AIM, and became known as MODOK. Mental Organism Designed Only For Killing After multiple defeats, MODOK became obsessed with revenge against many Marvel heroes, including Captain America, Iron Man, Miss Marvel, The Incredible Hulk, and the x-men modok possesses superhuman intellect granting him the ability to predict outcomes so well that it borders on precognition as well as telepathy the ability to generate force fields and a focusing headband that allows modok to focus his mental powers into brutal energy beams No matter how many times M.O.D.O.K suffers defeat, he finds a way to upgrade himself to become more cunning and dangerous. With his powers and an obsession to win, M.O.D.O.K has proven time and time again that he is more than just a pretty face. And any hero who crosses his path will do well not to underestimate him.
3: That is so good.
0: <laughs> it's so like that man, line kills so me. That, like, kills me every time. Prove he's more than just a pretty. <laughs> it's so good. It's I love that video. Good. I love. I love these. I love. I love the work that they put into them. Yeah, um, Sean, Sean Mickey, and Mickey. Eric
3: are just crushing yes. it with this. Like these are some of my favorite things, and they're gonna. They're going to keep coming. They're so good. Yeah, and um,
0: we're going to do more than just Marvel. So just be prepared for that. Like, I'm so excited about what we're going to be talking about because not only is it mean more to talk about when it comes to fandoms and pop culture, but we get to do more of these things, but just not just for Marvel. Like, I listen, I love Marvel, but I love all the comic book characters. Like, I'm super excited for what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Because- and
3: for, for Mickey, who's watching, it's a master class when he goes from, like, Modoc to MODOK. And he's like Modok, and he goes uh, uh, focused on killing. And then you can you can just feel the inflection of the of the voice acting uh, happen when he does that. It's so good. It's oh just, yeah, yeah, it's great. It makes it just makes me smile so much. It's awesome.
0: But I also love the fact that these are a great synopsis for people who don't have any experience mm-hmm. in the comics. You know, as we do these, it'll be it'll be a nice resource that we're able to have like on the site. Like, imagine when we do like the character breakdowns, like as a playlist that people can go back and yeah. just kind of learn about their characters. Because I mean, my attention span is very short, and that that keeps me attended. And I'm very excited about. it. I love it. That. I mean, it's
3: so good. And Modok, <laughs> you 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 feel the humor in the character there as you watch that. It's just like <laughs> it's just like. So well, it's gonna be funny. Well, we'll see what what I mean. I I think Corey Corey Stoll is a great actor. Um, he was on Billions recently. He oh man. Um, on Mickey just said you see, you should see my facial expressions when recording. I would I would pay. We got to get a behind the scenes of those things. That'd be great. Um, but yes. yeah, I think well, I, I I yeah we we definitely need a behind the scenes of that. I I think Corey Stoll is a fantastic actor. I'm excited to see we what we what brings to this because um. He was, he was great as the yellow jacket in the first Ant-Man. Right. You know, he's got that, he's got that range. uh, And so I'm excited to see, I think he's going to, I'm sure it's going to be very humorous and there's going to be a lot of stuff into it. So it'll be, it'll be really good. Um,
0: My only fear is that the character becomes a throwaway. I want, I want MODOK to find the remnants of aim and just, take the problem
3: yeah i mean to your point like the problem is and then we should move on to dc but the problem yeah. is it's the reality of what it is right like i don't see Corey stole um doing more than this i could be wrong I, I to your point if you think about reality and 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 life yeah uh that's that does suck it would be but, nice if you did like a side series or something like if the, if, the, if i mean again if you want to go really an experiment it would be great to get a disney plus series if this be modoc but also
0: thing. but also but also think this what we've seen in the ant-man uh, trailer is a very tamed look at modoc i could imagine that whatever happens in quantum mania like scars and alters his face, alters mm-hmm. his voice that they could easily recast him. Like they gave, they, they bring him in for this to explain who Modok is. Oh, this yeah. is a consequence of, of, of what Scott Lang did. Yeah. But then at, later on when Modok is released, like he doesn't have any recollection of his past. Cause that's kind of how Modok is. Modok was never, you know, the man he was before he became this, you know, this mental organism only designed for killing. And so you've got you've got that that idea where he's like, there is no Darren Cross. There's only MODOK and yeah. just let him go with it. And, and like, you yeah. you have a play like it's just like with Rob McQuan who does who did uh, Red Skull for Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. He did a phenomenal job. You know, Hugo Weaving doesn't have to come back. Yeah. So so and I like Hopefully the idea of that not out. doing
3: Hydra. Hopefully it goes that route. And I'm, I'm looking at my, my Crossbones Funko. It hopefully doesn't goes that route and doesn't go the road of Crossbones right. Frank. Again, talk about a wasted, amazing actor, Frank Grillo. Like, great actor. Uh, loved his character in... Um, oh, man. I just went, I just went from First Avenger to Civil War. And I, I skipped Winter Soldier in and, and Winter Soldier. And then mm-hmm. in Civil War, he was just... Like you said, he was a throwaway. And so yeah. hopefully, MODOK mm-hmm. is not a throwaway. And they do kind of go and, and bring it on the Red Skull thing too. I think that's another one that we need to hopefully look at down the road and hopefully there there is a possible comeback for that, but that's another conversation for another time.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. All right. So let's go ahead without gilding the Lily. Let's go and jump into what we're here for. DC studios, chapter one, gods and monsters. James Gunn this week announced their slate, their vision for what is to become, um, of the DC universe and um, we're going to just go ahead and jump over to the screen here. What are your thoughts? Cause I have so many.
3: Yeah. Um. Wow. Uh... <laughs> it's, it's a lot, um, but in a good way, I think, look, okay. I think let's break it down. Right. So really quick. Um Superman, I'm excited about. I think it is interesting. It's not, we know it's not, he said it's not an origin story. It's going to be kind of a legacy piece. It almost feels like a continuation of Superman Returns from like the mid 2000s with Brendan Routh. Like, Hopefully. Not. Um, which by the way, again, I, I always talk about this movie. There was an, a great article um, written years ago that the headline was, no one ever told Brandon Routh that Superman Returns is a bad movie. It's like a whole interview Like, because no one really had had no one ever said anything. And so he's like, I'm so glad the fans like loved it. And like the quotes in there are really funny. But if you go to IMDb, I think it used to be like an 80% rating. Like it was actually like for such a slow slog of a movie, it actually has a decent rating. Um so I'm interested to see how they do that. Booster, I'll, and I'll I'll be quick, but Booster Gold, I think is I like what they're doing there. Um, a lower end character, Dan Jurgens, a friend of Nerd Initiative, uh, one of his creations. I love the storyline there. That's going to be fun. It feels very much like Peacemaker. Um, that'll be cool. And then you got the follow-ups, Joker and the Batman. And then obviously, um, well, there's two more things. But uh, Brave and the Bold, which I think is. Um, that's interesting and that's another take they feel like i don't know if he's building a world or if he's just gonna do like it's they feel very disconnected stories but i I'm, I'm i'm excited for it and then um you know there's other things like lanterns and whatever but then the flash i have so many thoughts about i still don't understand i know i'm hearing that's an amazing movie i still don't understand how you can move forward with it but I, we'll see what they do mm. I, I just with all the the, the the scandal behind that. Um, but apparently it's supposed to be like one of the, he's called it one of the greatest um, superhero movies ever. Uh, yeah.
0: It feels I'm like he's the, trying to sell it. He's trying to sell it. So it's less creepy.
3: I, I think he's between a rock and a hard place. And so yeah. we can put a pin in that we've talked about it in the past and we're not going to, you know, go on that too long. But like I, when you have a guy accused of what he's accused of or not, sorry, when you have a person accused of what, what they are accused of, I, it's just tough um i'm a fan i was a fan of not not anymore i was a fan of Meser miller, miller but um but the rest of it let's you know off that topic the rest of it i think is super interesting i'm excited to see how it comes together mm-hmm. the elseworlds is cool that, that they're they're making it clear um but yeah i want to hear your take i am done sucking the air out of <laughs>
0: Well, I I, I kind of feel like uh, the, the first thing that kind of threw me off was when he talked about the continuity between animation, movies, TV shows, and video games. So my thought was, is he going to try to build a universe that also incorporates yeah. games as well, which which is, is highly possible? One thing that I, I did see concern with the universe before the reset is we we have a lot of people that are excited about the Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, they're basically they're basically saying it's dead in the water after this movie. Like, are they gonna bring him over? Like, will mm. will some of the DC universe continue on? Because I know there was also this thing where it was like, you know, they believed that the Aquaman movie, even though this is the second movie, they always they always viewed it as a trilogy. So could there be another Aquaman where let's say Jason Momoa's Aquaman translates over, Blue Beetle translates over? Um, you know. That some characters still come back over? Is that possible? Um, but never. what I really liked, what I really enjoyed about this listing, was first of all, how he already went ahead and said, there are some of these movies that will there are some of these products these these products, there are some of these properties that will never be a part of this connected universe. They are gonna be legacy things or what we would really call like the else world else worlds. Um, and of course that's a big thing in comics. Whereas like where you had with Marvel, you have the what ifs. And, um, we saw that with the what if series, um, James is specifically saying that the Batman, the Batman part two, T times go Joker, Joker, whatever it's called. I, I really don't care at this point. Um, and then Superman <laughs> and Lois, um, those are all else worlds, So they can do whatever they want in those worlds mm-hmm. without affecting the universe as a whole, which is great. Yeah. Um, which gives a good differentiation that they can say, okay, this is an Elseworlds. And you'll probably see that when these movies come forward, where it'll say like DC universe Elseworlds or DC Elseworlds or something. Um, so it's good to have that. So people don't argue and debate like they do with Marvel so much. Um, and then the actual chapter one being gods and monsters. What I see of this is like, like you said, they're not connected. They're not, they're, they're kind of disjointed but I think that's on purpose because what I feel like when you have creature commandos, paradise lost, you know, booster gold lanterns, you're so booster gold, you, you, the, you have the, you have the, uh, the, 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 concept of fu- the, the future. So you have the time, you have the time um, concept. I um, want oh, exp- explain
3: that character real quick. Cause that's a fascinating storyline for people that don't know.
0: Basically he's a loser from the future who comes back in time and He he decides that he's going to make a a hero of himself. And the funny thing is, if you ever see Booster Gold and like anything like I always loved like the DC Universe online stuff, because um, Booster Gold suit is like literally like when you think of um, if you go back and you look at the original Fantastic Four with um, Chris Evans as a human torch, that was what I always thought of this Booster Gold when he had like the suit with all of the the things like you'd see it. It was almost like a NASCAR suit because like he's he's so much of a sellout. And yeah. he, he 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 promotes himself so much. I know so many people in real life that I have always said would be a great booster gold because they 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 just talk about themselves and think that people will just believe them. Yeah. And that's what Booster Gold is. He's he's a hero, but he's really a narcissistic, self-induced, in all the right ways, hero. He's
3: a guy. I mean, if you if you think about it, he is what's cool about this, and I don't want to interject for too long, but what's cool about this is um, the parallel to so, for those who don't know, Deadpool is a ripoff of Deathstroke from DC, and so Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson, and obviously, I feel like Marvel did. I love Deathstroke, but I feel like Marvel did that better because it, it's obviously Deadpool's a, a, a great character. This is where I feel like DC had a little bit of a comeback where they did Booster Gold, it feels like their version of Kang but like in a funnier wittier way kind of like deadpool like right. he's he's a guy from the future who uses the tech again kang doesn't have any special abilities or special powers and he comes back and he he wants to be a hero and it's it's very slapstick and it's very funny and it's very like witty and dan jurgens is a brilliant you know uh, artist and writer and so i i i, I love that element of it the, the 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 parallel there i think is fantastic you know yep so it's cool yeah
0: yeah but like that's the cool third about this, like Booster Gold. Okay, that's that 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 covers time in the DC universe. You have the Lanterns. You're gonna cover the cosmic. You've got Swamp Thing that's covering the the really gritty monster realm mm. and like the nefarious like science type stuff. Um, the Authority is gonna be definitely one of those things. And I, I, I um uh, if you don't, guys don't follow Diesel Dan, go go watch his video where he mm-hmm. got super excited about it. Um, like, like all of these, all of these, these things, even though they're not connected, if you really think about, they're actually going to build the foundation for that category of world. Um, and so they don't need to be connected. It's, it's literally world building as if you think about it. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of genius in my, in my, in my mind, because you, you, after these, these, these properties build the world up. Then after a while, it's like, okay, it makes perfect sense because all of this stuff happens. And then once they connect, it'll it'll just make sense more. I think that was the problem. Like, I remember having the hardest time wrapping my head around Batman v Superman, and it was for the weirdest reason. How is it that Metropolis is here and Gotham is here? Like, literally, like, they're just right next to each other. Like, what yeah like like that 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 bothered me like it was it was just awkward like like there are things that just i didn't care about them the martha thing was the least of my problems with that movie um i was like oh that's witty (laughs) they they kind of made it of course you know deadpool made it more popular but it was like yeah it's like uh it's it's one of those things where i i don't i don't need things to be easy well wrapped i just want them to make sense and i think these shows are going to help make sense more.
3: Well, I, I think the problem with that era of the DC universe, right? Like was they were trying to, to quickly catch up to Marvel. And so they were quickly trying to get into a place where, like you said, world building. And I think what's really cool about this. And then again, it went, it went too fast and it was just like, cause there was the mm-hmm. thing that sucks about Batman V Superman is there's elements of that movie that I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> And then there's, there's parts of it where I'm just like, wait, what? Like, but they're just, it. it, it that's, that's the Snyder problem. And, and his, his legacy is right. he made some, some good, some good individual things, I think, but they were just trying to copy Marvel too much and catch up to, instead of starting slow, the brilliance of this is like, they're not, they're not copying Marvel in any way. And I, I'm sure James Gunn, who obviously for those who don't know, comes from Marvel uh, for anyone watching doesn't know comes from Marvel and guardians of the galaxy. And I, I think it's, it's to your point, And to what i said earlier these none of these are origin stories so um the cool thing about it is they're not doing the the mcu iron man hulk you know avengers blah blah blah. this is they're starting with superman like established supergirl will be i think somewhat established but they're going to show her backstory of how she like had to sit and watch like the craziness and Krypton and like she didn't have the the life that Superman had where he was raised by loving parents. Waller was already established. Batman we're skipping like two or three Robins and we're going straight to Damian Wayne. You know, um so I, I it's they they're purposely doing and I, I wonder I, I wonder if in lanterns we're gonna get a Brian Reynolds lantern reference uh, oh. some sort like <laughs> Because again, this feels like it's, a, it feels like all these things, a lot of these things are established. Um, and, uh, and so it is going to be different. And I'm sure that's on purpose. And I'm sure James had to think about like, all right, what can I do to not make the errors of the past? You know, and that's why I think the Batman was, was so successful in its storytelling and mm-hmm. that it was a different angle. Uh, it was a younger Batman, but it wasn't like Batman year one. It wasn't like the, they right, weren't copying right. Christian Bale and Chris Nolan it was a emo Batman, but it was also like a different storyline and more of like a gritty detective kind of, it was really, really good and well done. Um, and and to, last thing I'll say is um, our friend Ken uh, from ODPH podcast, great point. The thing with Batman v Superman that made it so difficult was it was a three hour movie, but they crammed so much in because it was supposed to be just Man of Steel 2. Like that was the original right. plan. And then they were like, and and people said it, you know, I, I like, uh, famously, like you could tell that Zack Snyder really wanted to make a Batman movie because it was it really was like Batman, <laughs> like it took over the movie, and there there's themes in there that I think they overplayed and things they should have done. Oh and they, man, they, the, the
0: overpromising, like yeah. Ben Affleck, you're going to be able to do your own Batman movie, you're going to direct it and everything. Yeah. Like, oh,
3: so I mean, but that's a great point. Again, it it they if they had take, taken their time. I feel like that could have developed a lot better and they didn't, they rushed it Um, here. It's not, they're not doing that, but they're doing it differently than they're not copying a Marvel. If if that makes sense. And I think that's a brilliant move by James to be like, let's do a couple of things that are established. Let's kind of like do something different and this will be different and it's going to hit everyone in a different way. And, And knowing James and knowing his storytelling and, and I think it will, we're all excited about it. I think it will be good and it'll be different. And, and, it will be the counter to Marvel, you know, yep. um, and so that that's something that I'm excited about.
0: All right. A couple of things I want to just put out in the comments real quick. First of all, and um, Chan said good to be a Lantern fan. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think the Lantern um, storylines have gotten really poor development and writing like th- that 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 ryan reynolds green lantern movie was terrible <laughs> um i wanted it to be so good because I, I i knew there was so much potential with the lanterns because imagine if we would have gotten a, a a better film and then instead of doing batman v superman they could have done like darkest night like they could have gone real dark yeah. and and of course you would have had zack snyder and 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 david Ayer like just having like uh just a love fest over there and then at the same time, um, Pooja, uh, supposed popcorn says this, where's black canary. Now I think it's important to understand what chapter one is specifically gods and monsters. And you may wonder, okay, you say no black canary mm. gods and monsters. Where is Batman involved in this? And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they you know, Waller we de- well, well, Waller deals with gods and monsters. Like that's the oh, yeah, whole okay. sure. spiel. But Batman, I think we're going to see it lean a lot into Damien story and the Lazarus pit, and Raz al Ghul, which, you know, is like this. He's like this ancient, you know, evil justice type guy. And I think a lot of that's gonna, like you can imagine like Damien goes to be with Batman. But I, I think we're going to see the League of Assassins in a way that we did not see it in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm. So it would make sense why that's there. Um, so so I, I do believe like I, I mean, when you think about this, this is really, really setting up. I think chapter two, we're going to see a lot more stuff. We'll probably see green arrow. We'll probably see black, you know, black canary. Um, We're going to see a lot of the vigilante styles. Mm. Like, like we, we, we think, okay, well, where's, where's the Grayson's? Where's this, where's this, uh, this character? I, I, I'm almost sure they're going to do flashbacks because I could see them doing a, um, a nightwing, uh, either a show or a movie,
3: um,
0: red hood, um, you, I mean, like you have like all of these things that are just like, they're just building up and like, let's not do like, we, we just got rid of the flash. Let's not run into a flash. Let's just do like star city or, you know, or do this or do that. Like there are so many possibilities. And I think what James Gunn said, cause I, I um, mm-hmm. he was misinterpreted for saying that he's going to make this universe better than Marvel. He said, there is one thing about the DC universe that is better about Marvel. In Marvel, it all happens in New York or Los Angeles or this place. There's not a lot of, of fictional. I mean, you have Wakanda, you've got Latveria. but a lot of the stuff happens in the real world. You don't have the ability to even build a world like the DC Universe will. Star okay. City, um, you know, or, or um, Metropolis. Like, imagine, like, I was so excited about man of steel because metropolis looked like a world in itself yeah it was enormous and then have this idea of gotham this dark and 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 brooding place where crime is just rampant and you have this billionaire with all these toys like like i was looking forward to that like there is the potential for him to build and it doesn't have to look like new york or chicago or anywhere else it'll be its own place and and they're going to be able to build those worlds because James Gunn is really good about yeah, building fictional yeah, worlds. Xandar, yeah. nowhere, you know, all of these places were were. I mean, like, look at the Sovereign, like just the Sovereign, like yeah. planet, like it was beautiful. Ego, um, so I, I really he's think playing, they're going to be able to playing to do the up
3: side. their strengths, and I think that. I mean, that's probably was was that probably was a pitch, to to put him in this role of, of, you know, co uh, you know, studio head. So um, I do, I have one question that's super inside baseball and I wonder if uh, ODPH is going to comment on this Um, with Batman, the brave and the bold and the play time this is taking place and no one will care, but me, are we going to finally see Asriel? (laughs) Like, is this, is this where, Like, is he the counter to Batman? Is there some kind of plug in there? Because, again, I always feel like that's a character that was completely misused. It was misused in in the comics. Um, And for those that don't know, that was the character that took over for Batman when Bane Mm -hmm. broke his back. And he was more like a murderous, kind of like a Punisher version of Batman. Um, Didn't care about killing evil people, but was also like completely like brainwashed. (laughs) and and there are have been later iterations of that character in the books mm-hmm. um they're also diverse um mike is it, i forgot his last name um uh is a black cop and i think there could be really interesting things and i i wonder if, if he's gonna like go deep into this deep bench that they have at dc and and pull something like that out and i, I would be i would be more than willing to watch that um so yeah
0: so uh, ODP, just said yes, but not sure if engraved. Bowl- I would love to
3: see John Paul Valley. Thank you very much. That's the original. So the, 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 fo- the original is John Paul Valley, which is a little weird. He was kind of like, you know, your, your, your bun bro, long blonde hair <laughs> like mm-hmm. waving. And then I think it's, I don't know if it's Mike Reese or whatever, but it's, there's, I forgot the last name of the, the, the second iteration, but um, there was a rumor. I remember when the dark Knight rises came out that and that final scene that we see JGL, you know, basically take over. Uh, cause if you look, there was a time and I looked at this and I will say, again, this is way inside baseball and I'll stop after this, but there was a time that his character on IMDb said something like Robin slash Azrael. <laughs> so like it was rumored, this was before the movie came out. Cause I remember I was checking IMDb to see what these characters were. Cause there was going to be, I knew about, um, Tali Al Ghul before. Cause that, that had, that had been spoiled. Um, that 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 reveal and there was a rumor that like at some point like we were going to see him somehow like th- it, he was going to have to code in to get the the, the suit and this doesn't make mm-hmm. sense now that you say it out loud but that he would say his name in the movie was like mike something and it doesn't work and then he goes john paul valley and then the suit rises and that oh. was going to be like the the nod to the fans that this is kind of like as and it didn't, obviously it didn't happen. It's probably a good thing. It didn't happen. It would have been way too inside baseball, but I'm excited to see some kind of like something like that. Um, so would be
0: cool. Now, now, if I remember correctly, um, Arkham city had a, uh, a side storyline where like uh, it was as, I believe it was Azriel where he was like, yeah, Batman kept going back to him, like trying to instead, like he'd already dealt with him as a villain yeah. and he was trying to get him prepared because I think Batman knew at that point in the, in the story or in the, in the game, that he was not going to last long, um, and so it was definitely it was definitely interesting. It was definitely compelling. I'm not as familiar with him in the comic books. Um, Batman has always been. I've loved the Batman properties, like the animated series, the movies. Um, I struggled with the comic books. I've always been a yeah. Superman comic fan, um, and it, it's it's kind of funny because like it's I know more about Superman mythos, and I'm a Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan, but. Like I, I, am more excited about that stuff. Um, but Batman has always been compelling when on screen and I think he's always translated well. It's like, it was like uh, Batman was the, the cash cow until Spider-Man came along when it came when it came to screen time. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, I mean... but, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ultimately I, I I'd say it's going to be harder for me for some of these elsewhere old movies because I'm not sure if I want to invest a whole lot. like, I don't know. I liked Joker, but I'm not sure I'm ready for another one, especially with what they're trying to do with it. Um, So I'm not really sure. My kid likes Teen Titans Go. um, And I've enjoyed what I've seen of Superman and Lois. But again, with everything else that I've been watching, uh, not kind of trying to complain about one piece or anything, but um, I don't have time for it. But these but once they build this universe, I'm going to have to figure out if I need to change my name on TikTok because I'm going to be as yeah. obsessed with this as I am with anything else, because I've always wanted to see a combined DC universe. Mm. And if they do it slowly, it looks like they are. Um, I I only if see this. So, oh, sorry, sorry. I cut you off. No, you, I, I only, I only see that this could be a success and I know people have complained and there's a lot of complaints about why there are certain things and there aren't others, or I don't want to re-see this. We've already seen Superman. Just give us something else. I'm sorry. You know, we're, are these the same people that are super excited because Hugh Jackman is coming back to be Logan in the yeah, Deadpool movie? Yeah. Are these the people that, I mean, all of these characters are going to come back. We're, we're about to have the X-Men and the fantastic four come back in the MC. It's all, everything's going to get repeated. There yeah. yeah. And let's well, the face same it. Thing,
3: Like again, the same people that complain when, when Iron Man was kicking off the MCU and they were like the, the D, they're rolling out the, 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 the B team. Um, so I think you don't, Worry about the content so much, and you worry about the people behind the content and what they've done in the past and how they like again that's i always I always bring back like I'm like a fanboy for like John Watts because what he did with with the 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 Spiderman trilogy like that's what you lean on uh you know Gunn, watts uh the Russo brothers um I go on and on and on um th- that's what you lean on and they're gonna create something that's great. It's mm-hmm. going to be different. It'll be cool and unique, and they have yep. to start somewhere. And the new characters will be cool. Like I didn't know Peacemaker, and I loved that show. Like loved that show. Um, yeah, ph- phenomenal show. And so I have a lot of high hopes for for this because of the people behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to cast well. It'll it'll do really well. And so your point of and the last thing I'll say about this whole thing to your point of. Uh, you know, changing your name facetiously, I will say this is always bound to happen. Um, I think w- years ago when they tried to again compete like with Marvel, and Gun's not gonna do that. He comes from, you know, like kind of, but like it's not really his top priority. I think this is always gonna happen. The characters are amazing, that they're they're the the golden age, you know, gold. Um, and so this was bound to happen for years and I'm glad it's finally happening. We'll see it. And it's just going to be more additional quality content for people that are fans of this genre or not that want to their fans, you know, movie fans or show fans. So we're all going to yeah. enjoy it. We're all better off for it. And um, we'll be getting some really good content. And I, I'm excited to see what comes along with all these different properties.
0: Me too. I think that's, I think that's a great way to leave off on this. I mean, we, we've, we're, we've got, possibility for something great and i think that again i think saffron and i think uh gun are are fans of the properties and i think that that only bodes well i don't think there needs to be a competition um this is i I mean like again healthy competition is good but i don't think there's going to be this definitive oh dc is going to steal the spot of marvel or marvel's in trouble um no it only makes the fans win. And I think that's what we always have to remember. It's about all of us winning. It's not about who loses. Um, Because if DC makes good movies, that means that maybe they'll also encourage some other indie, you know, comics to make a comeback on the big screen and do something. Um, You know, we've, we've had successful, you know, comic book films Um, dc has had successful comic book films um i i enjoyed the heck out of the first red i even enjoyed the second red movie um i i love i love v for vendetta um the losers is a fantastic movie Ah, Um, uh i mean like like there are certain things that just the boys they they, yeah they they do really well they they they've done really well i mean I'm super excited about even the meta, um, preview for, for Invincible on um, Amazon prime. Like, I just love that him sitting down and talking about all of the stuff that needs to be done as it's happening on them. And like, like that kind of stuff, like it it only, it only does well for people who are in this because listen, I'm not going to stop being a comic book fan. I'm not going to stop being a comic movie fan. Um, I've, I've, I've lived my life looking forward to the day when, superheroes on screen would be more realistic than just having, Mm. you know, Christopher Reeves flying through the air. So this is, this is only going to be good for fans. Yeah. I think we need to keep that mindset. Um, But I want to say this off topic of everything we've talked about tonight. I am amazed, amazed that we have, we've had a consistent around 50 people viewing at least um, this thing while we're going live. So you guys that are watching us, for this whole time. Thank you so much. Um, you are amazing. Just the comments in the chat and, um, and everything else we're, 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 we are grateful, uh, for you being with us. Um, but with that said, uh, just want to say we will probably have a very big announcement next show. Um, if everything works out, which, uh, literally I was chomping at the bit for this show, but, Michael was bringing me to my senses. He would have slapped me if he was in person. Yeah. Don't snap me out of existence. Um, (laughs) But I, I I can't wait. Um, And so we're going to save that announcement for the next show as everything has to be finalized. Um, But we're super excited about that. Um, Just remember, like I said before, um, if you like this show, I am pretty sure that you would love uh, the comic press podcast. It is, it is definitely about comics and, um, Learn some amazing stuff, because again, I'm a yeah, JJ,
3: J.J. does an amazing job of 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 the way you maestro this show. He does an incredible job of maestroing and leading that show. And, and you know, the way he dictates it, like, yeah, I mean, you guys, it's that's it's it's awesome to watch the both of you, like, carry it and in different ways and, and different talents and skill sets. And so, yeah, yeah the comic, people will love it. If you're a fan of comic books, like his knowledge and his his passion for it is is insane.
0: Um yeah. yeah i've listened i i watched how he did things and like I, I kind of like tried to figure out what i wanted to do um you know even like with updating and again we're just all we're doing is learning i mean we're 11 episodes in um and we're we're still doing stuff and i think this has probably been the best streamlined show that we've done and again like i said before if you enjoy this and this is something that you would like to listen to um you can always catch this show and the pod, uh, the, uh, the Comic Press podcast um, where you get your podcast. We'd love to have you uh, doing that. Um, we're already seeing growth there as well. And um, it's only going to be more because I will tell you this, uh, probably after C2E2, uh, we are going to be working on a new show. Uh, it'll be a pre recorded show. Um, Michael and I have been doing since the beginning before we even like made a podcast website. One of the things that we talked about doing was doing like a history of Marvel, like just like from timely, timely, you know, publications and stuff to to now, and and uh, I think we're going to do that. So that'll be a little bit better produced, and hopefully, you know, um, less ums and you knows and you know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I can't make any promises. It's script. It's going to be scripted. So be prepared. Uh, but with that said, uh, I am Tony, and this is Michael. This is Michael. And uh, you've been watching the Fandom Show. Uh, We hope to see you in two weeks uh, when we're back after Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And we will have a special guest next episode. Um, The official Megs, Adam, is going to be joining us um, to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. So um, we hope to see you guys then. So have a good night.